Beautiful people, welcome to 321 No Kidding. Probably the awesome here. Happy January 4th. I am, I'm late today. I don't even have a good reason. I uh, totally lost track of time, did my, some of my mental work. Is that a term, mental work? Probably don't mean it the same way as other people, but did my meditation and watched my video lesson about perfect life and all the things, you know, the things that make it so I can show up every day or the things that are me showing up every day for myself, knowing that I'm investing in the future, even though we're really only supposed to talk about one day at a time in this world, right? I guess it depends on what your philosophy is. All right, what do we got for today's reading? I am like fighting with my microphone here. Bear with me just a second. All right, here we go. Terrence, whoever Terrence is, says, draw from others the lesson that may profit yourself. Our 12-step program offers us the best education in the world, free of charge. Everybody in recovery has something to teach us if we'll listen. Each of us has a unique set of experiences and background problems, and solutions to share. From each other, we can learn about recovery and about the world, too. We can hear what it's like to live on the streets, even if we didn't lose everything to addiction. We can learn how others got their families involved in a 12-step program of their own. We can learn about the problems we may encounter at work, how to avoid them, and how to solve them. We can hear from someone who has been there rather than... Someone who has been there rather than learning through relapse how it feels to be addicted to another substance or behavior, I will throw in there. The experience of others gives us a rare chance to broaden our horizons. We can learn how it feels to be a member of a minority, how to love ourselves enough to combat hatred, how to triumph from adversity. We can learn how it feels to be a member of a minority, how to love ourselves enough to combat hatred, and how to triumph from adversity. I think they skip ands, and that's why I always get tripped up on some of their language here. Sorry, guys. Most important, by listening to others with respect and love, we can learn to truly value other people, even those who are different from us. Today, help me appreciate the feelings of my 12, appreciate the teachings of my 12-step program. Help me continue to learn. This brings up a really really good point about learning from other people. And if we do listen and we are willing to take the lessons from other people, in theory, we can make our journey easier. Now, I don't know how many addicts do that in such a way like you go, you listen, you hear other people's bad stuff or experiences that have hurt them or caused pain. I don't know that that always teaches everyone But I think there's something to it that the people who want it or can receive it or hear it, because I believe now that it's all everybody's journey is everybody's journey. And you have to be ready. And and I don't know that we even get to decide when we're ready anymore. 
It's almost like. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it doesn't matter what I believe. I, I was going to go off on a crazy direction here. But anyway, the reading is about how if we listen to other people's experiences, for me, one of the biggest things I'll share if I notice that there's a younger person in the audience, in the audience, <laughs> in the in the room, in the group, I guess it depends on where you are and who your audience is. So that's probably why I'm thinking. If it's a bunch of seniors, I don't necessarily tell the story. But I talk about when I was in my early 20s and my first interactions with Gamblers Anonymous and with um, being in a gambling study and how I remember sitting in a GA meeting and listening to this lady talk about losing her whole 401k and uh, she was in her the middle 40s and I remember her saying, you know, like she didn't think she'd ever get there. And I was thinking to myself, well, I'll never get there. You know, like I like to gamble, but I would never lose my 401k. And then fast forward 20 years, my story was very similar to hers. And I have since tried to share that. And there's someone who wasn't a kid who was actually probably closer to a senior that I was, that hadn't touched her 401k yet, but was still gambling. And I, I shared with her and um, she started going through her 401k too. So it can't always happen by listening, but we could be aware of it. Or maybe before the senior blows through all of her 401k, maybe it'll resonate that it's that scary of an addiction. It can control you that much that she's not alone. Maybe maybe that's the secret sauce too is sharing the experience so that maybe she'd come back, you know, when she starts getting scared about the money or I, I don't know how our brains work on on the thoughts that we pick up. There's there's random times that things people have said in meetings just kind of show up in my mind where I remember what they said and it's it's helped me and I think that people the people I've encountered, as a general rule, when they're in a meeting, they're they're almost they're almost one of two spectrums, you know. Like there's the early recovery, and then there's a little bit more seasoned. So the early, they're like talking straight from the heart, the guts. When they're sharing, it's all feelings generally flowing out of them of, you know, the pain and the struggles that they're going through in that moment. Maybe the successes, depending on how their early recovery goes. But generally, it's it's the pain and the, the what's going on and the overwhelm. And then the more seasoned folks, yes, there's emotion, but a lot of, I think there's a lot of deliberate thinking. And when they answer, this is what's also pretty cool about this, when they answer, because I find myself doing this, how, and I talk to you guys about this all the time, about how I answer a question today is different than how I would answer it a year ago or three months ago. And that comes from all those other people or other experiences or other shares that we've heard along the way that now get us thinking, whether we know it or don't know it, we take all that into consideration and our perspectives start to shift and change I don't know that there's like a magic button of when this happens, but it's really cool to take notice of it when it does happen. 
I know that's been a big piece of my journey with you guys and with doing some of the research that I've done and going to the conferences and stuff. I used to be, I've gone through different phases in my life, a very black and white, I don't want to go to GA, I don't like 12-step, to I'll go to 12-step because it makes me better, but I still don't like it and I'm going to call it GA junk, to GA totally working for me and being a huge part of my recovery to now I guess where I land is I I think that it's an important vehicle in recovery and I think that it's an independent choice. But I also don't think I would be where I am today if I wasn't in GA through a lot of my, my recovery career. And what's neat is how how quick information travels. Nowadays, when you go into a group or a meeting or a Zoom or wherever you're doing your GA or your meeting, you even get more exposure and more information and access to more information and access to more different people's experiences. I mean, when... When I went to the last like in really international GA meeting, there was people from Australia, England, different places. And I don't remember the time, but geography and situation. So like in Australia, they might not have been being impacted by COVID, but they were having all those fires. And that might create... I'm sure it did create stress and and those who wanted to gamble, maybe some did or maybe some coped with it through X, Y, Z. Like whatever worked for them to not gamble if the fires were stressing them out. Now, this is all just a hypothetical example. Maybe that's something that me, the person from upstate New York in the room hears and it's a it's a trick or a skill or an experience or a thought or whatever that then gets in my head and it maybe it's something that I can work with or through because that person told me. So we're kind of, it's really a cool place to be this, this technology age and even the COVID world because people can communicate better amongst themselves and we can share information like this. It's bigger than just going to a GA meeting once a week. Now you can listen to podcasts here you are. But there's also other podcasts. And and what's interesting is there's other podcasts from other countries too. So again, different perspectives. And the more seasoned people, that's part of why the people who've had a little bit longer recovery or long-term recovery, why it's so important and why it's so treasured when they're in the rooms is because there's a lot to learn. And I've often heard this, you know, the sentences, everyone in recovery has something to teach us if we'll listen. And it works the other way, too. The person who has X amount of years or time may be getting complacent or if they don't think about what it felt like, it gets harder to remember some of the stuff X amount of years later. So the new people are actually teaching them, too, or reminding them of things it's not a one-way street. Everybody can contribute and everybody can learn if they're open to it. And that's 
that's the real thing is being open to it. The experience of others gives us a rare chance to broaden our horizons. We can learn how it feels to be a member of a minority, how to love ourselves, how to triumph from adversity. Wouldn't you just love if they wrote a book on life on how to get through things like that? Well, they I don't think they have, or maybe it's in different segments. But to have access to folks that you that can help you with those things and teach you those things is really truly a gift. Today helped me appreciate the teachings of my 12-step program, helped me continue to learn. And I think everybody listening by now knows that I am an advocate of continual learning and growth. And honestly, let's say I didn't even execute anything that I've learned. Just the process of learning keeps my brain occupied enough that I don't really think about gambling. So it could be used for that strategy too. Just food for thought. Well, I hope everyone has a great start to the new year, our first business day. Well, at least it's my first Monday of the new year, my first week back after uh, my little rendezvous and definitely lots of things to do. And I feel very, mm, I feel like ready to go, like, okay, almost like holidays are done or, you know, like they're out of the way and now it's full steam ahead. Let's make some stuff happen. So that's kind of the zone I'm in. I'm not sure where you're at, but I hope it's in a positive place and that you're not getting caught up in semantics of resolutions and the calendar, but just knowing that it's a good time to embrace things. I mean, here in the Northeast, it's freaking cold and I don't want to go outside. So I need to stay in this room and kick butt because when the sun comes out and it's nice in a couple months, I'm going to want to go golf and I won't have time to go golf if I don't get the work done now. So that's where I'm at. Hope everyone has a fabulous day and I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks.